Hi guys, we're back. It's me, Dr. Cots. And Mike Lahote. For our Not Quite Every Tuesday <laughs> podcast for a while. Boy, think, life got so busy. I think we missed a couple, didn't we? We missed a couple, but we also actively opted not to do a couple because we were just not in the best frame to be helpful. Yeah. You know what of, I mean? A lot and of we're stuff not, going on. We're not much for like just posting things to post them or just broadcasting them just for a rant opportunity. We'd rather do things that are like productive, that somebody could benefit from, yep. that somebody could get meaning. some good direction from, yep. rather than just bitching. I just, yeah. eh, it's not really our style. We <laughs> no. bitch to each other. We do, occasionally. But, you know, we don't like to record it. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, was, I posted something on the Chemo Peeps group the other day about, you know, does anybody else feel like... Their psychological and emotional well-being has been kind of neglected through their cancer treatment. And I got to tell you, I definitely feel like mine was. Oh, you know, I, yeah, I'll go Unless I sought after it. I mean, there may have been a list of a health professional that I could have called myself mm-hmm. and, you know, tracked all that and arranged that in the midst of the other 20 appointments I was arranging. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could have. Technically speaking, there was a, a name given to me. But that's not the same thing as looking after my mental health at the same time. Right, right. You know, I, it's just when you look at statistics, it's funny to me how low they are. Mm-hmm. Because studies actually look at, you know, 23% of cancer patients experience some kind of depression. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there is no way it's only 23%. Nope, it's everyone. I don't know a ton of ca- happy cancer patients bouncing mm-hmm. around like, woohoo, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. But then on top of that, here's an even more skewed statistic, right? But then those same studies also look at that and break it down a different way and say that, but then 75% of that 23% aren't getting any treatment. Mm-hmm. So either way, it's pitifully low. Right. But I'm telling you, the percentage of patients that go through that is much higher. Yes. I have not met one person who didn't go through depression, anxiety, everything that's associated with the notion of being out of control, Denial. along with trying to fight cancer. You know, I, I just. Bartering. It really just should be. Yeah, the grief process, There's too. The whole I grief mean, process, it kicks I, in. I just think it should be a mandatory part of treatment. It's just as important as the drugs. Absolutely. Because I we all know, so. too, that when your mind is not right, you cause physiologic change yeah. inside your body that makes it harder to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, or look at the patients we've come across that gave up before they started. Yeah. And they, they actually, in my mind, a couple that I'm thinking of had cancers that could have been treated. Sure. But they were done. Before they started. Yeah, they gave up. And they up. died. Mm-hmm. They gave up. And they had stuff that wasn't even as severe as either you or I have. Right, right. It's just, it's, it's so important we can't ignore it, yeah. you know? And I agree with you. It should be part of the, the conversation when you're talking about diagnosis and treatment. Like, even just as it's even first being introduced, mm-hmm. I already start talking. part ta- of your tell. Because, see, that's what I talk about when I do the tell with my patients. Yeah. I sit down and I said, okay, we're going to talk about something really difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm just going to preface. And so what I want you to take away from this besides just the information that I'm giving you is how are we going to strategize to keep your mind right? Do and they kind of look at me mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> you know when someone comes in here for the first time to ask about what we do and who we are that's the very first conversation we sit down sit across from each other at the conference table and we strategize we take a a a legal pad and we prioritize and we start 
solving problems. We figure mm-hmm. out what, what's got to be done first, what's got to be done next. And a lot of times the things that were down toward the bottom of the list go away when you fix the ones at the top of the list. Right. But but you can't even do that without, without getting the mind right, right without, without the mental it, health. Accepting it. Yeah. Yeah. It just I, But you know, I I think I can extend this even past for cancer patients. Because oh, yeah. like the mental health like for example, we're just not paying enough attention to the mental health with any, any. serious or traumatic event. Right. We're just not. Like after my husband's heart attack, it was like, "All right, we replumbed you. Off you go now. Mm-hmm. You had your one appointment." Yep. Huh? And now you're well. Yeah. Although you're not, Although you're, you're not. a shell of yourself, you yeah. know, on medicines just to try and keep you going day to day to mm-hmm. keep you not freaking out. No, actually you're not. Right. Was there anything for that? No, that was left up to me, the spouse. Mm-hmm. That just, it's, oh, I mean, it's a solid 25%, if not more, of everything that you're trying to assimilate oh, yeah. and when you, you have good, some you kind of trauma. Point. It, it affects the caregivers and the spouses equally as much. Well, and we also talked, too, before about how as much as your family and the people that you know and the people that love you love you, Sometimes they only have so much to give. Mm-hmm. They they can only provide a certain amount of empathy. They mm-hmm. only have a certain amount of knowledge to draw from. And you can exhaust them, too, yeah. right oh, along absolutely. with yourself. And they sometimes don't know how to go about helping, what to say. Right. Um, and so then they just do nothing. It's kind of like gridlock. So right, they or, they, or they avoid. Or they avoid. You know? Or they go overboard and it's... And it's it's too much. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like my God, stop. I'm not broken. You yeah. know. i got to fix this for him. i got to do well, that for him. And, and then you get guilty. Sure. Because you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm talking to this person yeah. nonstop, and I can't stop myself because it's all I think about. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but you need that support. Yes. You need somebody. And and what happens and that's, here. Those are the kind of things we do, too. Like, do you need to right. come in and just. Yes. <laughs> we will sit as long as the. Lasts. <laughs> <laughs> and when it gets to the point where we realize, and you're the same as I am, and where we realize that it it no longer is just at a conversation level, that it needs to go to a professional level. Then, then we, then we get you to that. that right. do that. Exactly. Right. And Audrey, for instance, one of our board members, mm-hmm. saw it in me um, back a year, almost a year ago or so. She said, you need to take some time off. Because right. there is what they call um, uh, compassion, compassion fatigue. fatigue. Thank you for, yep. for that. And so it was just where I was... Um, overloaded with my own stuff and trying to help everybody else and then nothing was getting done on either end. So take a break, take a deep breath, come back fresh, and here we are. Yeah, I've I've had to do that too. You have to do it. See, but for for me, it's like I said, it's always a guilt battle doing it. Even though I know I need to in order to be, or like if I have to leave the office, Mm -hmm. then the world ends, you know. I go through that lately. Lately it's it's been... No, but I won't be my best me yeah. when I'm there. I won't be able to focus on what your issues are. Not not well. Right. You know, and I, I'm pretty sure you won't be happy with that either. Yeah. We've had um, instances with the people that we've helped here lately that are um, in, I don't know how to put it, their, their health is, is declining rapidly. Right. And so I go through kind of a guilt thing because I'm stage four, always will be. 
But the last visit I had with my oncologist, she said that I'll die with cancer, not from cancer. Right. So here I am, and I'm battling it as well and the side effects and, and, you know, feeling better one day than another and all that. Oh, I know. And then we come in Still contact. Still need to, even though technically I'm in remission, but it's like. And then we come in contact with the people that, oh, my God. You this, got weeks left. You yeah, know. this is not going to end well. Mm-mm. And and how do you, you know, how do you do the best for them and and um, and and keep them upbeat and still be re, you know um, honest and in reality right. and all that. And we're so, not, so yeah, it's, not it's talking about fake act. optimism. It is a balancing, yeah, a balancing act. act. Like I, I still, you know, again, I go back to the radical remission book. Yeah, I like that. What was the key element in all those folks that survived odds they shouldn't have? Positive. Their attitude and their activeness and their wanting to be their captain. You know, I have that discussion all the time. Mm -hmm. But part of being the captain is also taking command of your mental health. It just, it, your, our brains are so powerful slash destructive at the same time. Sure. Our brains are in charge of everything, mm-hmm. not just the physiologic, but also the emotional, everything. Mm-hmm. If your brain is not healthy, yeah, you so can't go through anything. No, the rest of you your, might get lucky. Yeah, maybe. but 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 you need it. Yeah. You know, I have had to fight very hard to still be here. I've tried to leave this planet three times already. <laughs> yeah. And they haven't get me yet. Knock on wood. <laughs> I'm knocking on wood. Did you hear that? You're too early and, uh, to leave. Yeah. You know, I was <laughs> like, okay, I must not be done yet. Right, but it's right. just, but there is some serious fighting mm-hmm. and self-bolstering and sticking up for myself and mm-hmm. that, that, that had to happen because if I'd left if I'd left myself to, you know, I know people talk about giving things to a higher power and whatnot, but then I turned back around with that and said, well, God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. If you want to use that argument. Right. It's right. got to be both. Yeah. The whole wings of a sparrow yeah. observation thing only you goes so far. You still have to do for you. Mm-hmm. You know? Correct. And again, preserving your mental health <laughs> so you can think clearly, so you can make decisions yeah. that have a chance of working. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. And it's just, and it's also, I mean, I know we're not supposed to be thinking about just what the what our families think, but it's nicer for your family, too. Oh, if yeah. If you can maintain your mental health and you're not lashing out and you're not yeah. distraught and fuzzy. And sure, because it does affect them. And I think sometimes it affects them more than it affects me. Well, it does because they, they feel d- like they have no excuse to feel yeah, bad. Yeah, and, and they don't know the full story or how you feel or, or everything that's going on. So No, and you don't actually want them to know. No, and you don't want them to know. No. Of course not. I mean, I don't know any patients that are like, I want so-and-so to suffer like yeah. me, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, okay, well, yeah. I'm not sure we can help you, you know. Right, right. <laughs> if that's what you're looking for. I... Yeah. That office is down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's not here. That's the other guy. Yeah. Anyway. But. Awesome. It's just, oh, the mental health is well, that's the message. so important. So everybody yeah. needs to take a deep breath, be positive. Um, and like I said, we're not talking about fake optimism. Not, no, you know, no, looking no, at a real. dagger about to stab you in the forehead and being like, it'll be fine. Yeah. It's not what we mean. It just means just using your tools, you know, having yeah. a desire to be present, to be healthy. Yeah. You got to start with and that. Taking the if first you don't step, even want to be here, yes. you won't be here. 
take the first step to reach out and ask for help. Absolutely. And we've got resources. We've yeah. got stuff. We're here. Yeah. You know, if Mike's not here, I'm sure he'd call me and say, hey, can you be oh, here yeah. for a we've while? We've done you that know? before. Or yeah, like yeah. tag team stuff. Like, okay, I got a tough one. You want to come over? Sure. Yeah, you know, I'm here I am. You know, yeah. Yeah. we're a good team. Come riding up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but it. Just, yeah. I mean, but that was a good one. I was only 12 minutes. I feel like there's like a thousand more hours to say, but you don't want to repeat yourself. No, and I think the message is the same no matter how many times we say it. Um, we, you just it's just have worth to, repeating. Right, right. You just have to um, to impress that on people that we we all know, those of us who have gone through it and still going through it, right? all know that this is the best thing for you. This is what you need. and. You got to stop resisting and and whining. And I, I had a person the other day say she didn't feel good. I said, "Well, you need to come over." And she says, "Well, I will when I feel better." I'm going now. That's stupid, right? Yeah, well, this, this will be part of getting you to feel better by coming over. The reason to come here is to to help you to feel better. So right. for you waiting until you feel better, it may never counter, happen. It'll never happen. It's counter counterproductive. It's contradictory. And so, so those are the things that we, that we go through and, and we just need to let it go and just mm-hmm. accept the fact that there are people here to help you and we want to help you. And we've we want got to help you get through the you. obstacles you set up for yourself. Yeah. We've got the stuff to help you. you we just, do. We yeah. got Reiki, we got massage, we got talking, we got therapy, we got resources. Yes. Yes. And now transportation has been the big issue. You know, people needing oh, yeah. to get to appointments and we're helping a lot with that. So it's, it's multifaceted. It just, yeah. and, and so far we haven't had anything that we couldn't help Like I said, with. just tackle one problem at a time. One at a time. Check off all the boxes. So. Yeah. yeah. So bottom line, take care of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.